Support for Milledgeville Matters comes from Georgia College, Georgia's public liberal arts university, providing the experience students would expect from a private college with the affordability of a public university. For more information, gcsu.edu. Thank you for tuning in to Milledgeville Matters on WRGC 88.3 FM. I'm your host, Daniel McDonald, and if you haven't heard it yet, I'm going to let you know it's that time of year again. We're going to talk about the holidays, and joining me today is an old friend, Renee Fontenot. Today she's put on her rotary hat, and we're going to talk about the holiday lights around the Pecan Grove down on the Central State Hospital campus. Renee, welcome back to the WRGC studio. It's great to be here, Daniel. It's been too long. Well, I hope that people on the other side of our transaction today are just as happy to hear your voice as I am. Thank you. Well, we've had you here before for this, but we're welcoming you back again. It's the holiday lights around the Pecan Grove at Central State Hospital. If this is people's perhaps first time, tell them a little bit about the holiday lights. This is a now our third year of having the holiday lights around the Pecan Grove at Central State Hospital in this go-round. It actually goes back to a history from when holiday lights were a standard thing done at Central State years and years ago. So if you're a longtime resident of Milledgeville, when you were a kid, you may remember that. And then there was a large hiatus. Three years ago, I initiated this because Rotary's theme that year was Light Up Rotary. And I had always wanted to have some holiday light display in our community because that was something that I remembered as a kid was really sort of the special memory I have with my family. We would get in the car. Dad would put us in the car. Of course, Dad would drive. Mom would fix a thermos of hot chocolate. We'd put on the Christmas carols on the radio. And we would drive around looking at the Christmas lights on various homes and that. That was always a special time. And then through the years, we saw less and less of that happening. And so three years ago, there was maybe a dozen homes in our community that really had spectacular light shows, and the rest of us were not participating as fully. Clearly, the recession had hit, and it gave us an opportunity as Rotary to say, we can bring some of this light back in a different kind of way, celebrating both Central State's history and, and what they used to do out there, as well as creating a space where families can go and enjoy some of those memories and create new memories together around the Pecan Grove. Now, this is a driving tour, and it's only at night. So the idea is that if you come in off Swint Avenue onto Central State, so if you're coming from the downtown area or North Milledgeville, if you come in on Swint Avenue, that puts you on the east side of the Pecan Grove, which then puts the passenger side right next to the Pecan Grove, which is ideal. The lights start just past the Chapel of All Faiths. So it starts a little a little ways down from the Chapel of All Faiths, and it'll be obvious when anybody gets there. And then it circles around onto Broad Street, which passes right in front of the Powell Building. And then it turns the corner again on the passenger side, and it goes up Jones Drive. And so we make three sides of the pecan grove that are lit. We have approximately 20 organizations that have come out this year to uh, participate. That's grown each year. We get a few additional people who come out. We have a couple of groups that switch off between this event and, say, the Christmas parade. But some of the organizations that are participating, of course, Rotary is participating, but the Exchange Club, the Kiwanis and Key Club are participating, GMC, 
Triumph has returned this year. And if you'll remember three years ago, they had a pretty spectacular, I'm not saying what it was, you'll have to come out and see, but they again have a pretty spectacular display out there. The fire, Baldwin County Fire Department has a display. First Methodist Church, Vaughn Chapel, Flipper Chapel. I'm going to forget some, of course, as I'm naming them. The Central State Hospital Behavioral Development Group has a display. New this year is River's Edge has a display out there. The Career Academy has a display. Scenic Mountain RV Park has a display. A couple of the banks, Century Bank is there. ORMC, the hospital, has a display. Each group does this on their own. There is not a singular theme. The theme is holiday lights. It's whatever your interpretation for your organization is. One of the limitations is that they cannot have a substantial part of their display be anything that overtly is promoting their organization. And so many of them, the only idea that you will have as to who has that display will be a small yard sign put facing traffic that identifies the various organizations. So the interpretations are as broad as the groups who are participating. We have, of course, some of the perennial favorites. We've got some reindeer. We have some evergreen trees out there. We have some... Some of that dangerous white stuff that oh, afflicts oh, those oh, countries up in the north? I, I, there are some that imitate that indeed. There are. There are indeed. We have a full-size replica of the Peace Monument that's downtown. Yes. So that giant marble structure there outside the courthouse, which is the Rotary Peace Monument, we have tried to recreate in lights out at Central State. Well, knowing our history of holidays downtown, I'm going to go by the courthouse this afternoon just to make sure that it's still there, Renee. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be really tough to take the marble structure. But yeah, so we're mimicking some of the other things that happen in our community. So it's recognizable. It's meant to be fun. Every night, 6 to 9 p.m. between Thanksgiving and Christmas, the lights will come on. Now, we've got a couple of special things. So this is meant to bring goodwill to our community, meant to give us an opportunity to come together as a community, come out, start new memories, share new memories, start a new generation and enjoying what holiday lights can mean. But on Fridays and Saturdays in December, we will have volunteers standing at the, we call it the top of the pecan grove. It's the stairs that come at the end of the grove on Broad Street that are across the, ones the street. The that lead up to the Powell Building, basically. Lead up to the Powell Building. But on the, on the Pecan Grove side, we will have volunteers standing at that location, so essentially the midpoint of the driving tour around the Pecan Grove, who will take dried canned foods. And that's a donation that will go to the Chardray Food Bank. The Chardray Food Bank, three years ago, when we started the Holiday Lights, had just moved to Central State Hospital. The Chardray Food Bank is on Broad Street as well. So we will collect dry canned goods Fridays and Saturday nights at the midpoint on the drive through the Pecan Grove. Well, we're out of time in this segment, so we're going to take a short break right now. But if you're just joining us... You're listening to Milledgeville Matters on WRGC 88.3 FM. We're talking about the holiday season and one of the focal points of the holidays here in the Milledgeville, Baldwin County area, and that's the holiday lights around the Pecan Grove. Joining me in the studio today is Dr. Renee Fontenot, who is representing Rotary International today. And so stay tuned, and we'll be right back with more Milledgeville Matters. Thank you. 
Thank you for staying tuned to Millageville Matters and WRGC 88.3 FM. Today, I'm joined by an old friend, Dr. Renee Fontenot, who's wearing her rotary hat today and talking with us about the holiday lights around the Pecan Grove on the campus of Central State Hospital in South Milledgeville. Now, in that last segment, we were talking, reintroducing, really, the holiday lights and talking a little bit about what makes up the event and also why we do it each year. I thought that in this segment, we'd start off just by, you know, uh, talking a little bit about Rotary and why this is you know, uh, something that the Rotary does each year. Uh, so, Renee, you know, you are a past president of our local chapter of the Rotary here. Tell us a little bit about Rotary. So Rotary is an organization that's over 100 years old. It was initiated in Chicago by a businessman who felt that if he brought businesses together, leaders of businesses together, that together they could do better for their community and create a harmony through the community. And Rotary is now a worldwide organization. We have 1.2 million members worldwide. Rotary meets every club, meets every week, everywhere in the world. So that's a lot of Rotarians eating many meals together every week. We are a cross-section of businesses. So in our community, we have roughly 55, 60 members that represent many of the occupations across our community. And we welcome new members. We are men and women. It used to be an exclusive males organization, but we do accept women, as I can verify. And the purpose of Rotary is one of our key missions is to create world peace. And in that, it's about serving your community, serving your region, and of course, serving the world. That's the reason that I mentioned earlier, the Peace Monument. We are actually, Milledgeville is the very first Rotary Peace Monument city in the United States. There are Peace Monument cities now throughout the United States, but it is a worldwide phenomenon. And that is a key portion of what we try to do, bringing goodwill, which is part of the reason we do the holiday lights, is the goodwill to the community. Though holiday lights had been something that had been done at Central State many years ago, part of my reason for wanting to bring this to Milledgeville three years ago was when I saw that clubs in Wisconsin and northern states especially used a holiday light to help become a food raiser. So as we do with Chardray Food Bank, a way to get people together for something enjoyable, but on the way also to collect food to fill their food banks. I saw that we had a real need here. Chardray Food Bank, of course, is not our only food bank in town, but at this time of year, they are all particularly hard hit with need. And what can we do to help advance it? This is part of where the impetus came from. So the holiday lights is meant to bring joy, but also fulfill that need in helping others in our community. That's one of many service projects that we do in this community. Rotary believes strongly in in education, in the welfare of others, in fresh water, which in other parts of the world typically is more meaningful, though Baldwin County, we have our own needs. In Baldwin County, some of the projects that we do outside of the holiday lights is that we typically provide every third grader with either a dictionary or a grammar book, depending upon the school's need. We provide a scholarship to three students from local schools who attend one of our local institutions of higher ed, so they can choose to go to Central Georgia Technical College, Georgia College, or GMC. We help contribute to a regional Rotary speech contest where we hold a 
early round in Baldwin County, then select a student to compete for scholarship money at a regional level. We have sponsored international students to come to Georgia College and study for the year with the idea that if students know people in other countries, that that is one of the ways in which you make peace and that as you understand a new culture, as you understand new people, as you take the time to connect to individuals, we become a more peaceful world. And so that's part of what we do. Another program I'm really proud of that is unique to our club, because many clubs do the Dictionary Project and that, is a project we call Jill's Books. Jill was the daughter of a Rotarian who was tragically killed as a high school student in an automobile accident. We donate books to the public library in her name and have created the Jill's Book Collection at the Mary Vincent Library. And these are children's books that are becoming part of a larger and larger collection. And so that's something that I'm particularly proud that we're able to do as Rotarians. We participate in many other kinds of things uh, to help advance goodwill in our community. But the overall goal is to make our community a better place for all of us to live and work and play. And, of course, in that, y'all are trying to uh, spread goodwill and prosperity, otherwise known as bringing people together in harmony. I understand that there's an additional aspect to this holiday lights that may be different from other years in that you're trying to bring people together for just that. Will you tell us about this special event within this special event that will be taking place December 9th? Thank you, Daniel. On Friday, December 9th, what we are going to do is have a community sing-along. I had the opportunity uh, in a past year to go to where my parents live, and they had a community sing-along where 20,000 people came together and all tried to sing through all those songs that none of us know all the words to, but we know most of the tunes to. Those common jingle bells, we all usually can get through most of that, but other ones. And so on December 9th, we will have a sing-along starting about 6.15 on the steps of the old Powell Building, so across the street from the Pecan Grove. We will also have a special guest from a very northern area. We may have more than one guest from a very special northern area. Of course, I'm speaking of the man who wears the red suit. So he will be on, he will be there with us to have his picture taken with children. We'll have hot chocolate. We'll have candy canes. So bring your children out so they can make their wishes and come join in the harmony or if I'm singing along, not necessarily so harmonious sing along to bring goodwill. It'll be a great time, and we'll sing for a half hour or an hour or so, and we'll have some songbooks so people who don't know all the words, we all usually recognize the tunes, but we might not all know all the words, and so there'll be some assistance. And the St. Stephen's Episcopal Choir is going to help, members from that choir are going to help us lead so we get through some of those more songs where we don't know all the words. Well, I hope you'll be integrating them into different parts of the crowd so that we all get to that last verse of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and it suddenly drops out. They'll be able to carry us up on their shoulders and make us seem like we are in Indeed, indeed. You know, I'm I'm sure there'll be somebody there who will shine above us all and we'll all just want to follow in, in voice. It's amazing how when you lift your voice in a crowd, even if you don't know all the words, it still sounds really great. Well... In an effort to keep on sounding great, we're going to take a short break right now. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to Milledgeville Matters, and we're talking with Dr. Renee Fontenot. Again, she's wearing her rotary hat today, and we're talking about the holiday lights around the Pecan Grove, which will be happening between Thanksgiving and Christmas at the campus of Central State Hospital in South Milledgeville. Stay tuned for more Milledgeville Matters. 
Thank you for staying tuned to Milledgeville Matters and WRGC 88.3 FM. Thanksgiving was last Thursday, and so we are moving on into the list of holiday celebrations. And in that vein, we've got Dr. Renee Fontenot with her rotary cap on here to talk about the holiday lights around the Pecan Grove, this annual celebration of the season that invites you to come out and not only enjoy a little bit of the spirit, but also give back in a spirited fashion to the Chard Ray Food Pantry, which also was located down there on the campus of Central State Hospital in South Milledgeville. Now, in these last segments, we've talked about different aspects of the event that's going on. We've also been talking a little bit about Rotary. I want to return it back to the display of lights. Now, as you mentioned early on in the program, this is the third year that y'all have done it. And this year, you don't have a, a significant theme tying it together. But much like any lights display anywhere, I'm sure there is one theme, and that is one-upsmanship. And if not doing better than the display right next door, possibly doing better than you have done the year before. Now, Renee, have you seen any of this aspect of human nature play out in the holiday lights this year? It is interesting to see how it does play out. And we have not had an official competition. It has been suggested. I have one group that has very much said that they, as soon as we have that competition, they're going to win it. Yeah, we don't ante. have it. That we don't have it, but they're going to win it. So yes, one of the things we've noticed is that, and this was the plan all along. Each year, groups would add to it because many of the groups, as I said, are nonprofit. They're civic clubs. We do have some for-profit organizations, but for the civic clubs and the nonprofits that are participating. It's easy to set aside the first year a few hundred dollars in the labor to build a display, but the next year you can budget that again. And so through the years, we've seen the displays grow, add a little more. The first year I had painted strips on the field where people had either a 20-foot or a 40-foot length of mm -hmm. the pecan grove to decorate. And some of those groups that started out with 20 are now at 40 and truthfully, this year, I'm seeing a few of them that next year we might need to space them out and give them more like 50 feet because the density of the lights is starting to grow so that we'll be able to cover more ground than we did before. And that's fantastic because that's what it's meant to be. It's meant to be a community celebration, a fun time where we can come out and whether we come out individually or in groups, but we get in our car, we stay in our car, which means that it doesn't matter the weather because the lights come on 6 to 9 p.m. every night. You just get in your car, you stay in your car. This is not a walking tour, so it doesn't matter if somebody, you know, is afraid to walk in the dark and the uneven ground. We don't want anybody walking out there. You just stay in your car. As long as you come in on Swin Avenue, you circle around. It's on the passenger side. It is a nice, nice time to see all the celebrations. The theme is holiday lights. That is the theme. As with anything, it's like the essay that you get in third grade and your teacher says, right to this topic. Everybody has a little different interpretation of it. Now, there's some clues. You know, we've got a few sleighs. We've got a few Santas. We've got a few reindeer. But we have a few other things out there that you go, wow, that's cool. And, of course, I love seeing the ones that are, you know, more traditional. I've got to say, people need to check out the one from River's Edge. I think so far this year, this is their first year, so it's a smaller display. They'll grow. They had some of the children create part of it, and it's very, very creative. As long as we have a good sunshiny day, it's very creative at night. 
So not saying more than that. Got to figure it out when you come out. Come take a look. As things have evolved, we have some of the blow-ups that come on at night and blow up. We got a couple of those out there. We have some that are more sort of interpretations of something about the business behind them. I mentioned the Peace Monument as a physical representation because peace, we often think of peace this time of the year. So it's fitting that it would be part of of a display. But there's others that have similarly, the Coney Regional Medical Center, I think when people see that, they'll say, oh, yeah, I see the connection. Not saying what it is because I want people to come out and take a look at it. But yes, there is that sense of competition. And I am tempted to say that next year for the fourth annual holiday lights around the pecan grove, we might set up some sort of a competition just to see. I think we're getting enough momentum to where we understand what it'll look like and we can say, okay, we're going to challenge you to up the game. Well, of course, now as we're speaking, the holiday lights are up. I'm wondering, as we begin to talk about next year, is there any possibility to get involved and how would they do that? How can people get involved in, I guess, you know, maybe this question is too late, but could they get involved this year? You know, if somebody really wanted to be involved this year, they just need to contact me because not all of the participants necessarily have a display. Georgia Power is always a sponsoring organization. So they help to, through a contribution to make some of it possible as well. And there are others on December 9th when we have the sing-along. There are opportunities for sponsorship there as well. We can use some elves. We can always use some elves to come out and help on that night. We can clearly use everybody to help contribute to the canned food drive to help stock the Chardray Food Bank. So there are other things, but they can contact me. I am most easily reached by email, which you can find my email address through the Georgia College directory, but I'll go ahead and give it to you. So it is Renee, R-E-N-E-E, dot Fontenot, F-O-N-T-E-N-O-T, at gcsu.edu. And again, I'm sure they can go to the website. You'll have it there. It'll be at the Georgia College website. I'm, I'm in the college directory because I'm a marketing faculty, so they can find me there. In fact, if they go in and just put in Renee in the campus directory search, the list is very limited. I'm the only Fontenot. At this point. <laughs> But as we talk about contributing towards it, I want to go back to the food donations for the Chardray Food Pantry. Of course, you said that donations are accepted on Friday and Saturday, but the lights are on each night through Thanksgiving and December. What if someone is able to come out but not able to come out on a Friday or Saturday and they really want to contribute towards Chardray? The Chardray Food Bank is on Broad Street. It's actually a block east of the Powell Building. And they accept food Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays from 10 to 12. So they have limited hours. But if you stop by, and of course the hours are posted on the door, but they would welcome any donations there as well. They could take cash even if you just want to make a cash donation. Oh, and let me say that on the 9th with that special guy with the red suit who will be here, if you want to have your picture taken with him, we're going to ask for a, a donation to the food bank for that as well. So and that can be cash the, or cans. It could be cash or cans. 
Now, we're running out of time for our entire program tonight, and I just thought I'd ask you for a personal reflection. Of course, in the first segment, you talked about the memories that you have growing up, going out with your family and looking at the lights displays. I was wondering if you might tell me how it feels to be on the other end of that now, where you're actually planning these holiday memories, not just for your family, but for an entire community. It is really quite warming because... This is my opportunity each year to sort of relive really every night because I go out there every night to check on them because they're like my children. So make sure the displays are lit and make sure that the wind or whatever hasn't disrupted them. So by going out each night, it helps to bring back those great memories. I love to see the cars that slow down. And you can tell who's looking at the lights because they'll slow down. They'll look. I like to see which display they linger at longer. And it's always interesting to see which ones. And it makes me wish that I could see inside the car sometime to say, gee, is that, does they have a young child? Is that why that one was more interesting? Because clearly different displays will hold the attention of different people longer. And I would love to have some of those stories to know what people are thinking. I hope that it brings the kind of memories that I have to them and that it creates the new memories. And come back every night because... You know, it's an easy drive. It's a fun thing. Come and enjoy it. In other words, don't wait till the last weekend to come and check it out. Absolutely. Come every night. Well, Renee, thank you so much for joining us and talking about this great opportunity to not only bask in the warmth of the holidays, but to also contribute to a worthy cause here in our community. Thank you, Daniel. I've enjoyed it. It's been my pleasure having you back. Can't wait to look forward to some of the other adventures that you'll be able to bring to our audience here on WRGC. Looking forward to it. You've been listening to Milledgeville Matters here on WRGC 88.3 FM. Tonight we were talking about the holiday lights around the Pecan Grove. The holiday lights will be up between Thanksgiving and Christmas and is put on by the Rotary Club of Milledgeville. Joining me tonight to talk about that event is Dr. Renee Fontenot, a past president of our local Rotary chapter in Milledgeville. I've been your host, Daniel McDonald. It's been my pleasure hosting you here this evening on WRGC, and I want you to know that I look forward to convening with you next time.